Here's our 2020 Vision Radio News update for Tuesday the 30th of August. I am Curtis Morton. Out of Charleston, Nevis, the annual Back to School Teachers Forum held. We get this Nevis television report. The Nevis Performing Arts Center was filled to capacity on Monday morning, August 29th, as teachers from across Nevis attended the 2022 Back to School Convocation hosted by the Department of Education. The annual exercise seeks to motivate new and returning teachers ahead of the start of the academic year in September. The theme of the event was Education for the Future, Reflect, Reform. Focus, recalibrate. As we return to normal operations, it is important for us to refocus. We must remember our mandate to provide students with the best possible education, which translates to student success. At the Ministry and Department of Education, we are making a commitment to providing clearly outlined expectations and goals so that we can ensure that we have something to focus on. In the classroom, on the track, on the school bus, in the cafeteria, and every area affiliated with education, we have to ensure that we are focused and set goals and expectations which allow students to refocus. We realize that this has been one of our areas, one of the areas which we have fallen short, and we want to address it head on. Commendations to the following persons who will be assu assuming school leadership in the coming year. Mr. Keno David, Ms. Felicia Walters, Mrs. Jennifer Liburd, Mrs. Jessica Liburd, Mrs. Akila Brand, Mrs. Mava Bishop, Mrs. Jasmine Doerr, Mr. Troy Jeffers, Mrs. Diana Handley. Thank you to our school leaders who continue to execute a Herculean task. We encourage all school staff to support your leaders as they work diligently to successfully perform their roles in the face of numerous challenges. Zanella Claxton gave remarks as Principal Education Officer while the Honorable Troy Liburd spoke in the capacity of Junior Minister of Education. To those of you who are new to the teaching fraternity, we want to say a special welcome to all of you. And I want to urge you when you go into the various schools to be mindful and to work together with your colleagues to be respectful of everyone and especially those who have been placed in a leadership role and they are your leaders. I want to ask you to be very respectful of them. I want to ask you to also be very respectful of the students who you have been called upon to serve. To those of you who have been with us for a while, we want to thank you for the work that you have been doing. And we want to encourage you to continue to you know, be exemplary, continue to work hard, continue to support us, continue to do your best for the children of Nevis. The guest speaker at the 2022 Back to School Convocation was Deputy Governor General, Her Honor Hailita Liburd, a former Principal Education Officer. Out of Basis and Kids, the Honorable Isabine Phillip, Senator in the National Assembly, 
was officially sworn in as junior minister in the Ministry of Youth, Empowerment, Social Development, Gender Affairs, Aging and Disabilities in the Federal Cabinet of St. Kisanevis during a brief but significant ceremony on Monday, August 29th at Government House. Minister Philip was administered the oath of office, the oath of allegiance and the oath of secrecy by His Lordship Patrick Thompson in front of the Governor-General, His Excellency Sir S. W. Tapley-Seaton, as well as several cabinet ministers, including Prime Minister the Honorable Dr. Terence Drew, Deputy Prime Minister Dr. the Honorable Geoffrey Hanley, the Right Honorable Dr. Denzel Douglas, the Honorable Conris Maynard, Attorney General, Senator, the Honorable Garth Wilkin, Cabinet Secretary Dr. Marcus Natter, and specially invited guests. Senator Phillips said that she is ready to serve in her new capacity as junior minister and thanked all for their tremendous support. I would like to thank everyone for the overwhelming support and encouragement since the announcement of my appointment as senator. It is really an honor for me to assume this role as junior minister with responsibilities for youth empowerment and social development, gender affairs, aging and disabilities. I don't take this appointment lightly and I aspire to do my best in bringing a youthful, gendered perspective to cabinet decision-making and for advancing the work and effectiveness of the ministries and departments I work with," said Minister Philip. I, Isaline Felicity Kira Philip. I, Isaline Felicity Kira Philip. Do swear that I will honor, uphold and preserve. Do swear that I will honor, uphold and preserve. The Constitution of St. Christopher and Nevis. The Constitution of St. Christopher and Nevis. And the law. And the law. That I will conscientiously. That I will conscientiously. Impartially. Impartially. And to the best of my ability. And to the best of my ability. Discharge my duties as a as minister. Discharge my duties as minister. In the National Assembly. In the National Assembly. And do right to all manner of people and do right to all manner of people without fear or favor without fear or favor affection or ill will affection or ill will so help me god so help me god still out of bastis and kits yesterday august the 29th 2022 the eastern caribbean supreme court delivered a judgment decriminalizing certain consensual sexual conduct between adults 18 years and older in private in st kisanevis the judgment delivered by His Lordship Mr. Justice Trevor Ward QC arose from a constitutional motion filed in January 2021 by Jamal Jeffers, a citizen of the Federation and the St. Kitts and Nevis Alliance or Equality Incorporated, SKNAFE, a community-based non-profit organization founded by Tineta McCoy. The Attorney General was named defendant as it is a requirement in constitutional motions of this nature. Mr. Jeffers and the SKNAFE sought declarations that sections 56 and 57 of the Offenses Against the Person Act, CAP 4.21 of the Laws of St. Kitts and Nevis, contravened sections 3, 7, 12, and 15 of the Constitution, and as such were null and void and of no force and effect to the extent that they applied to consensual intercourse in private between persons 16 years of age and more. Prior to the judgment, it was a criminal offense in St. Kitts and Nevis to commit the abominable crime of buggery and the related offenses of assault with intent to commit buggery and indecent assault upon any male person. 
These crimes were punishable by imprisonment of a period not exceeding 10 years with or without hard labor. Buggery is defined as anal or oral intercourse by penetration of either sex. In the judgment, the court declared that buggery and related crimes referenced in sections 56 and 57 of the Offenses Against the Person Act contravene sections 3 and 12 of the Constitution of the Federation of St. Christopher and Nevis, namely the right to protection of personal privacy and the right to freedom of expression. Therefore, buggery in St. Christopher and Nevis is no longer a crime once it involves acts of constituting consexual sexual conduct in private between adults. The cabinet of the government of St. Kitts and Nevis was yesterday made aware of the decision. The trial took place on June 10, 2022. We go to break and when I come back we'll have news on the regional scene. Disability don't pick out Anybody can get about So they don't deserve no knockout Hey, help your fellow man Just one fall or an accident Could put you out with permanent So be compassionate and decent Hey, help your fellow man Disability not inability Anybody could get disability Take the disorder disability Hey, help your fellow man Old and young could get disability Rich and poor could get disability You and me could get disability Hey, help your fellow man This message is brought to you through the kind sponsorship of the St. Kitts and Nevis National Commission for UNESCO The Ministry of Community Development and the National Association of Persons with Disabilities Out of Kingston in Jamaica Calls are being made to fire the National Security Minister and the Police Commissioner due to the rise in crime we get this TVJ report. Now, the runaway murder figures in 2022 is again the source of worry for the opposition PNP. It has prompted fresh calls for the introduction of new minds with new ideas in the post of police commissioner and national security minister. Dwayne Anderson has this report. We have had enough of this minister. Dr. Dayton Campbell said it is time for Dr. Horace Chang to be fired as national security minister. The PNP general secretary pointed to the number of murders this year, close to 1,000, as proof that the country's crime-fighting chiefs are not up to the job. When the current Prime Minister was leader of opposition, he made a statement that if the country loses confidence in a minister, then that minister must go. Now I saw a done on this poll just last week and in that poll, it said that 93% of the country said they don't have any confidence in Horace Chan or the Commissioner of Police. So I want to ask the Prime Minister, what are you waiting on to change your Minister of National Security and change the Commissioner of Police? For Dr. Campbell, the poor performances of the Security Minister and the Police Commissioner reflect poorly on Andrew Holness as the country's Prime Minister. It's normally the trend you go together because this is the Prime Minister that appoints the Minister of National Security. And so the crime situation is as much his problem as it is the Minister of National Security. Because he was the one who was running up and down and telling you that if him win, you can't leave windows and doors open. He reasoned 
that the decision by many Jamaicans to migrate is partly due to the crime situation, so it is critical that solutions are found. The former Member of Parliament therefore reaffirmed the PNP's commitment to building a consensus with the JLP to try and solve crime. And speaking about migration, Dr. Campbell highlighted what he saw as the irony in the words and actions of members of the JLP. And we hear of the numbers of teachers leaving. And then we hear a deputy mayor from Montego Bay say that if you leave your country to go work a foreign, you are coward. Then hold on a second. The government of Jamaica spent over $40 million to campaign to get Kamina Johnson Smith to a foreign work. So $40 million that we spent to build one coward. He was speaking at a divisional conference in St. Andrew Southwestern on Sunday. Dwayne Anderson, TVJ News. And out of Montserrat, the government of Trinidad and Tobago is to be taken to court. We get this ZJB radio report. The Eastern Caribbean Currency Union, ECCU, says it will take the Trinidad and Tobago government to the Caribbean Court of Justice, CCJ. This concerns the non-payment of millions of U.S. dollars linked to the collapse of insurance companies Clico and British-American insurance company Bico in 2009. Herman Sargent reports. Chairman of the ECCU Subcommittee on Insurance, Prime Minister Gaston Brown, says the decision to take the Keith Rowley administration before the Port of Spain-based CCJ, Caribbean Court of Justice, was taken over the last weekend. The ECCU groups the islands of Anguilla, Antigua and Barbuda, Dominica, Grenada, Montserrat, St. Kitts and Nevis, St. Lucia and St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Prime Minister Brown said the meeting agreed unanimously to take the Trinidad and Tobago government to court after three failed attempts to get them to pay the outstanding funds. Trinidad had made a commitment to pay 100 million US dollars to member countries of the ECCU, but only 40 million were disbursed following the collapse of CL Financial, the owners of Clico and a British American insurance company Bico. In October last year, a group of British-American and Clico policyholders in the Eastern Caribbean filed a lawsuit at the CCJ against the government of Trinidad and Tobago. Prime Minister Brown said that the ECCU's decision to follow suit had been in the works for several years. Since taking over the chairmanship of the Subcommittee on Insurance in the ECCU last year, Brown has said that significant progress has been made in recovering some of the investments in Clico made by residents of the Eastern Caribbean. He noted, for example, that the Barbados government has agreed to pay $37 million for the real estate assets of Clico International in Barbados. Many investors and policyholders in Montserrat were left empty-handed when both companies collapsed in 2009. And internationally out of Pakistan, disaster officials say nearly a half million people in Pakistan are crowded into camps after losing their homes in widespread flooding caused by unprecedented monsoon rains in recent weeks. Nearly half a million people crowded into camps after losing their homes in widespread flooding and the climate minister warned on monday that pakistan is on the front line of the world's climate crisis after unprecedented monsoon rains racked the country since mid-june
killing more than 1,136 people. The rains stopped more than two days ago and floods in some areas were receding. But Pakistanis in many parts of the country were still wading through waters that filled their homes or covered their town streets as they struggled with how to deal with the damage to homes and businesses. Climate Minister Sherry Rayman and meteorologists told the Associated Press that new monsoons were expected in September. Monsoons have hit earlier and more heavily than usual since the start of the summer, officials say. Most recently with massive rains last week that affected nearly the entire country. Pakistan is accustomed to monsoon rains and flooding, Ms. Rayman said, but not like this. What we saw recently in the last eight weeks is unrelenting cascades of torrential rain that no monsoon has ever brought with it ever before, she said. Now to our weather update, the local weather forecast for St. Kitts and Nevis valid up to 8 p.m. today, Tuesday, the 30th of August. The weather today, partly cloudy with a 20% or slight chance of showers. The winds east 17 to 30 km per hour or 10 to 18 miles per hour. The sea is 1.2 to 1.5 meters or 4 to 5 feet. The sunrise today was at 5.57 a.m. The sunset today is scheduled for 6.27 p.m. I am Curtis Morton, wishing you a marvelous day.